Arlington, and welcome to another episode of the Wrap Up Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Adams, Director of Policy and Communication for the Arlington County Board, and this is the Wrap Up Podcast for the April 2022 meetings. The regular meeting was held on Saturday, April 23rd, and several actions were taken place uh, by the board, including uh, unanimously approving the redevelopment of the Penn Place block in Pentagon City as part of the next phase of Amazon's HQ2 for the parcel located at 550 Army Navy Drive. The actions will progress plans for the construction of four new office buildings with retail pavilions, a child care center, a new public park, and a 300-student high school. Additional community benefits include an affordable housing contribution, transportation infrastructure improvements, and a commitment to sustainable design. The board also voted to adopt the Penn Place Park Master Plan and Design Guidelines. The board also voted to adopt certain elements of the Clarendon Sector Plan. These include an update to the 2006 plan, which includes several revisions to policies and design guidelines related to future development. It also approved the GLUP, or General Land Use Plan, map and booklet amendments, and a zoning ordinance amendments to coincide with the updated sector. Uh, the board also awarded a contract to Sagers Construction Corporation for the construction of stormwater management on county property. Uh, the contract came in at just under $1 million and is significant because it's the first contract awarded under the county's prevailing wage initiative. The board also approved amendments to the ordinance on polling places and ordinance to comply with local and state law, as well as identify alternative locations for polling places affected by construction. This not only brings Arlington in line with the Virginia Code, but demonstrates our commitment to ensuring every voter has a voice and an opportunity to share it. Finally, the board awarded a contract to Milani Construction LLC for the construction of the Columbia Pike Multimodal Street Improvement and Utility Undergrounding Project located between South Oak Street and South Orm Street, as well as between South Oakland Street and South Wakefield Street. This project at more than $40 million uh, will include improvements such as wider sidewalks, enhanced pedestrian crossings, streetlights, traffic signals, on-street parking, storm sewer, sanitary, sewer and water, infrastructure improvements, conversion of overhead utility to undergrounding, street trees, and landscaping. On Tuesday, April 26th, the County Board held its recessed meeting and several actions were taken, including the passing of the fiscal year 2023 County Operating Budget. The approximately $1.5 billion budget is a 7.6% increase over fiscal year 2022 and focuses on several commitments. First and foremost, a commitment to the county's workforce uh, with a competitive labor market and inflation. Uh, the budget includes a 5.25% merit increase for general employees, 8.5% merit increase for uniformed fire and sheriff's office, 13.5% increase for uniform staff of the ACPD. $1.5 million will be added to address pay compression, and there will be increases to some premium pays and additional funding for employee bonuses, including targeted retention, referral, and signing bonuses. Arlington increased its commitment to Arlington Public Schools by $54.5 million, with a total of $584.4 million as Arlington Public Schools are focusing on a number of initiatives, including similar competitive labor markets and equity within schools. Climate change, affordable housing, uh, and racial equity also continue to be uh, major parts of the fiscal year 2023 budget. More information about the actions taken by the board, and particularly the budget, can be found on the county website. Today, I'm joined by 
Arlington County Board Member Matt DeFerrante and EcoAction Arlington Executive Director Eleanor Hodges as we discuss tree canopy and urban canopy here in Arlington in celebration of Arbor Day earlier this month. All right, it's my pleasure to be joined today by Arlington County Board Member Matt DeFerrante. And with us today also is Eleanor Hodges, Executive Director of EcoAction Arlington. Welcome to you both today and thanks for coming by today to talk about trees. Thanks, Dan. Great to be with you. Thank you. So, you know, there's been a lot of discussion, uh, especially uh, Mr. DeFerrante. We've uh, just wrapped up the uh, budget for fiscal year 23. Lots of initiatives looking to address the climate crisis, particularly here locally, looking at things like energy efficiency and transportation. But today, in celebration of uh, Arbor Day earlier this month, uh, we would love to talk about uh, tree canopy here in Arlington. So the first question for you, Matt, is please tell us where Arlington currently stands as it relates to our urban canopy and and trees, particularly its effect on on the climate crisis here locally. And how are county programs like the free tree planting and maintaining trees on private residential properties helping in the county's efforts? Well, as a county and as a community, we know that there are significant benefits of trees with respect to climate. Um, One of our most recent estimates tried to value how trees help with, they can provide shade cover for for homes. Um, They also uh, help with stormwater, as you know, but on climate specifically, um, we tried to do an analysis and the monetary benefits of trees was upwards of 1.4 million, uh, excuse me, 1.4 billion in that uh, broader effort. And so, uh, and that's, you know, trying to provide a value to what trees do to take carbon dioxide out of the uh, atmosphere, which is so critical to uh, climate response and our cli- climate crisis that we're f- facing. So there's a critical monetary benefit. But beyond that, um, if you think about uh, how you uh, enjoy spring and fall and summer days, um, we can feel the, the climate benefit because of the, the huge benefits of shade um, and you feel a cooler, um, much better environment just locally. And so that's sort of our our day-to-day individual way of understanding the benefits of trees for our climate locally, even in your neighborhood or at your, at your home. So there's clear benefits um, and the county has recognized this for, for a significant period of time. We have been investing more recently. Last year's budget, we added to our uh, arborists um, an additional uh, position, uh, putting us at more than four total experts with a team that supports them. Um, So that's a piece of how we are valuing trees. The free tree planting program, Eleanor um, may speak a little bit more to this, but it is a, a critical part. You can get it if you ask, uh, you can get a tree per property owner, um, and you can then get that installed. There's a, a spring sort of uh, stage and a fall stage when you can uh, get that tree. So that's a program that we have that helps. And then I'd be remiss if I didn't say just this past week in our budget, um, we put 150000 uh towards an updated tree canopy study, which um, – you can't continue to work on the problem and try to make progress without knowing 
sort of the baseline of where we are. And we did a study a uh, number of years back, um, but we need an updated study. And so that we accelerated the timing of that. Um, we have a master plan we're working on, but we accelerated the timing of that study. So the county understands the benefit of, for climate response. We've been investing in it. Uh, there's certainly more that we can do, but we uh, really have trees as a key piece of how we try to respond to the climate crisis. Oh, that's great. Thank you very much. Um, and I think we'll we'll talk about that uh, tree study here in, a, in, in just a minute. But first, I want to give Eleanor a, a, a chance to weigh in. Uh, Eleanor, what is Eco Action Arlington's role uh, regarding tree canopy and uh, trees efforts to combat uh, climate change uh, here locally? So Eco Action Arlington is pleased to partner with the county. And as Matt mentioned, we managed the Arlington County Tree Canopy Fund program. And that actually has um, the component that Matt mentioned. So private property owners can get free native trees planted on their property during two cycles a year. And then the exciting news is we've recently added a maintenance program. So uh, property owners with larger canopy trees where they might want to look at investing in those trees and seeing if they need some maintenance, including things like pruning or soil decompaction. Um, we also have a program available for that. So I think those are both great ways uh, to increase the number of native trees that we have in Arlington, and as well as to maintain the existing canopy, which is also important. Um, I also wanted to mention that another way that uh, we work uh, on trees is something that everybody can think about uh, because we work to help remove invasive plants uh, from some of the parks. And that's another big issue because, again, if we have exotic invasive plants that are in our parks and are um, smothering those trees, uh, that will overall um, cause loss to those trees, um, the biodiversity in our parks and the overall health of those ecosystems. So that's something that we also engage a lot of volunteers in and is, a, I think, a really great opportunity for people to connect to Arlington's natural trees, uh, resources and our trees. Well, great. A lot of work being done by EcoAction, and uh, we're thankful for it. So, Matt, you mentioned already, uh, so the county is currently working on the Forestry and Natural Resources Plan. So, uh, with that, what does the county hope to accomplish through this initiative, and, and what can you share about that? I know it's ongoing. What can you share about it uh, at this time? Well, um, really excited about it. It's been ongoing for a while and eager I engaged. There's a team that is working on this, both county staff and also we have some outside, uh, some experts that we're consulting with on this. Um, last iteration of this was the urban forestry and urban forestry plan. We'd, we wanted to expand that to look more broadly at both the forestry piece of it, but also our natural resources as a whole. Um, and so there's a couple of key goals that we're working on um, with that study. It, it's going to there, there's initial draft is coming over the next few months. May and June is when it's projected. But the final draft for public engagement um, would probably be in the fall and into this into the early early spring um, or, or late winter of next year. So conservation is a key piece of it. The, plan is going to contain uh, recommendations to expand and protect our natural areas, um, space for trees as well as other uh, plantings. But 
We also have, there's a climate adaptation and resilience piece. Um, we know that resilience includes, uh, trees can be so beneficial as we respond to stormwater, um, to flooding. And uh, so the plan is going to include some recommendations on climate climate ab adaptation resiliency and uh, try to educate and engage people on how they can play a role in stewarding our uh, natural resources. Um, there's also some operations recommendations and it's going to address uh, biodiversity. Um, I think that we um, have sought to engage the community on uh, biophilia, which is um, the, the love and engagement with the outdoors that we all need for our health. And certainly we've seen that in the pandemic. So the, the plan is, is a, a follow on. It's a, it's a piece of what was pri a prior set of plans. That's part of our overall, what's called master plan for the community. And um, the forestry and natural resources plan will really help us kind of ground our work to steward our community. Um, through the ways I mentioned. And uh, the Department of Parks and Recreation staff um, and an interdepartmental core team are working with those outside consultants I, I mentioned um, to get us a preliminary draft. And then we'll engage with the community on improving and, and refining that draft. Well, that sounds like a great plan. I mean, I think anyone um, who spends any time uh, following along uh, the county and the board part in particular and its business is knowing that the the county is always dedicated to giving a voice to to you know, our community members. So it sounds like um, this this plan coming out, they definitely have a, a, an opportunity to be able to share their their thoughts and opinions on the matter. Yeah, absolutely. And I can tell you, you know, earlier I mentioned that it really was advocacy from a number of individuals that helped sort of bring forward the timing in addition to the, we want the the forestry and natural resources plan to provide us the big picture. And then that updated tree canopy study was in part um, the board listening and engaging with our community and advocates to try and move forward uh, a, a tree canopy study because, um, some you may have heard and there's been discussion of what percentage of Arlington is covered uh, by trees and the tree canopy study will update that percentage and um, that gives us a, a real understanding of trends so that we can know you know I think a decade ago it was the case that some of our um, our parks and some of our when we redid a school um, more trees were getting uh, cut down than probably was necessary. And so we've learned from some of these these tree canopy study. It helps to give us a sense of where we need maintenance on private property and where we need um, to really concentrate our stewardship with respect to school and county uh, spaces. Um, so we're listening, we're engaging, and um, the steps on the the overall forestry and natural resources plan will really help and the tree canopy study will also help as we understand better uh, so that we can steward better. Okay so Eleanor we, we've heard from Matt a little bit on some plans upcoming for this year as the study's done what are Eco Action Arlington's plans for the coming year 
And how can community members get involved? How can they, uh, where can they go for information? Where can they sign up to volunteer? Uh, you know, those kinds of things. Thank you. Well, I first wanted to um, say to Matt that I really applaud uh, the county on the work they're doing on both the forestry and natural resources plan and the tree study. The latter is super important because as we want to get people engaged on trees and we specifically want neighborhoods to look at how they can play a role, having that updated data is going to be very important. Uh, so one of the things we've been doing for a while and we're interested in expanding over the coming year is get volunteers who are interested in helping uh, educate their neighbors about the importance of trees and the opportunity to get free trees through the Tree Canopy Fund would be really important. Um, so we have a number of what we call neighborhood captains already engaged and that neighbor to neighbor approach really works well. And this is a really nice program because what they're really selling is the opportunity to get a beautiful, free, large native tree on the property. Um, we also wanna look at engaging um, across our community um, apartments are a target area, recognizing that that's a huge part of our community um, with so many people living in multifamily. And that can be a slightly longer process because instead of engaging a you know, single family home, homeowner or a townhome, you need to go through the property management. But those properties offer great opportunities because they've got often a lot more space. Um, and then also that we can help, you know, those residents get trees on their property. So that's also a particular interest of ours to connect with um, uh, residents and property managers of our Arlington apartment complexes. And I did want to share a specific new initiative that we're going to be launching this summer um, called the Tree Canopy Equity Program. And what we've done um, based on the data of the county, both in uh, what is the existing tree canopy, as well as um, census data, identified nine neighborhoods where we both have uh, lower than average tree canopy and higher than average uh, populations in poverty or populations of color. So we've identified nine neighborhoods and we're gonna be uh, targeting our efforts in those neighborhoods to plant more trees, get more education, get more engagement, recognizing that we wanna also kind of focus on the equity of this issue. Um, some of the studies that we've been talking about and others really do point to how trees can be such a great benefit to our health. Um, there was a study last summer done by Marymount University that looked at heat. And just that data alone really does show that how we really need to make sure that we're increasing the trees um, for the benefits of the residents of the community so that we all have, you know, more cooler places, um, the benefits that trees provide for our, our health um, and the shade to our properties. So I'll just um, mention two of the neighborhoods we're working in and kind of some of the statistics. We are working in uh, the northern part of Arlington in the John M. Langston Civic Association and their current uh, tree canopy is 20%. And then one of the neighborhoods in South Arlington is the Penrose neighborhood, which has 29% tree canopy. So we do hope that through this effort, we'll be able to um, get more trees planted, um, get more people educated about trees, and then bring all those wonderful benefits to um, everybody in our community. Well, those sound like some amazing initiatives and um, 
you know, the county definitely thanks you, particularly in regards to the initiative and in, in, in equity. Um, you know, the county has made great strides to embed equity in all of its operations and, and um, you know, all of its services. And so it's great to see that, you know, being looked at and, and, um, and addressed. Um, I, I'm going to throw a question out that we originally didn't talk about just because you kind of bring it up. So uh, uh, Langston's a 20% tree canopy and um, uh, Pentrose a 29%. Um, does Matt, does the county have a, a target? And, and Eleanor, same question for you. Does EcoAction have a target for what percentage you'd like to see Arlington as a whole uh, tree canopy? And if not, that, that's okay. Just... Well, it's a good question. Uh, th so um, the last two studies have shown right around 41 and 42% of the county uh, has tree canopy coverage. Um, and we do have a goal to bring that up. Um, there's um, individual projects. We just approved a project um, that will increase uh, in Crystal City to increase uh, a block to, to 46%. Um, I actually, off the top, I know we want to increase it towards 50%, but I, I don't have a, a you know precise, and it's possible, Eleanor, you may know off the top, but I, I know that's what we're watching is that 41, 42% wanting to get closer to 45 and 50% um, over time. And maybe you know off the top of, of your head, I know we want to improve. I know where we are now, but I don't know that we have a specific number that at least stands up. Maybe you do. Yeah, I mean, I think um, we will need the tree study that you mentioned because the data we have is 2016. And I think that's one of the first steps we have to take is it's 2022. So where are we now? I mean, I think my biggest goal um, as a resident and as an environmentalist is that we continue to go forward. <laughs> so I think we want to see that overall average uh, not go any lower than that 40% Matt mentioned. And we've actually just been looking at those neighborhoods um, and trying to figure out if it's possible to get them up to that 40%. But, you know, that that would be a huge, huge. So, you know, that would be probably several tens of thousands of trees in those neighborhoods. So recognizing that, um, I think what we basically want to see is, you know, that overall we continue to bring more trees to our community and then recognizing some of those very low percentages, those neighborhoods should be the ones get the, the most and get the most accelerated because, you know, trees, you know, trees are a benefit that as soon as we get them, they provide, you know, those longitudinal, longitudinal benefits. And I mean, if I can, Dan, I, I just wanted I think it's so important to to think about this in context. And, you know, I was out for Arbor Day last week at an elementary school. And, um, you know, whenever I my experience um, with trees growing up in Fairfax County, they were so wonderful to, you know, it, it, the creek near where I was was totally covered and it just was wonderful. But it as a grown up. I taught third grade to start my career, and I'll never forget teaching the story, The Giving Tree, um, which just has such power. And I think that we need to acknowledge that for all of us at all ages, the emotional power of of some trees, maybe not every one, but, a st you know, um, larger trees in your backyard or in your neighborhood can be just huge. And I think that that's, that's really important. And we've seen it a number of times. 
um, with the challenge that we don't have all of the tools to protect trees on private property that we might like. And Arlington County has long advocated in Richmond with the legislature to get more tools. And we've made some progress, uh, but not as much as we'd like. And so I just I think um, the other piece of teaching is so linked for me is so linked to Eleanor's comments about equity, because in the part of Houston where I taught, there weren't a lot of trees. And I felt that it impacted Houston's a hot summer, but it really impacted my students over the summer when they there wasn't shade so that they could at least be outside, but not be just um, overheated the whole time. And uh, I mean, this is part of the research that I think Eleanor alluded to. There's there's a ton of research that says summers are the the, the times when there's most challenges for kids growing up and that's the hottest and when you're that hot you're um, less patient in my experience and so I just I think we need to kind of acknowledge the super important role of trees in equity and equitable opportunity for kids um, and I just I, I, that's why I really appreciate the effort that eco action is Arlington is making and it's also been part of the advocacy that um, Eco Action and others have brought to us Arlington Tree Action Group and the Civic Federation. They've they brought that advocacy and said this is an an equity issue and and I agree it's 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 really important and um, we all need to th there are a lot of uh, priorities in mind but helping with the tree planting program and uh, tree canopy in neighborhoods who that historically over the last 30 40 years have not had um, sufficient tree cover. Is, is really a, a key priority. Well, it sounds like uh, what I'm hearing from both of you is we've got our work cut out for us, but the good news is with leadership like we get from the board and passionate advocacy like we get from EcoAction, uh, there's no reason that we can't uh, accomplish that, uh, as, as Eleanor said, at least that moving forward. Um, you know, as we get ready to wrap up, uh, just your last opportunity, what is the number one thing that you want Arlingtonians to know about uh, a tree canopy here locally, particularly as it relates to climate change? Um, uh, Eleanor, let's start with you on that one. Yeah, so I would say the number one thing um, I would challenge Arlingtonians to do is learn the names of the trees that we have growing in our community. Because I think um, connecting, um, I, I like Matt's story about his teaching days, those connections are super important. I do a lot of work on connecting kids to nature, and they say that's now like critical to our children's health. But just if you want to walk outside, and I know we have great people uh, who celebrate our outdoor parks and trails here in Arlington, start to look at those trees and figure out the names of them. Um, we do have a native seed collection in October where volunteers can help us also collect um, acorns and seeds from native trees that we use for, for the Virginia Department of Forestry um, to help with some of their reforestation efforts. And that's a really fun opportunity also to learn more about trees, um, the names of the trees and which native trees we have in our community. Well, I don't know if it's uh, native to Virginia or not, but I do know that uh, the river birch loves water. It's a great tree to plant uh, uh, where you end up with a lot of uh, water on the ground. But uh, is, is that a local yeah. uh, tree for around here? That's a really good one and one that they plant a lot around here. So an excellent uh, tree. All right. And, and I've now used the extent of my tree knowledge. <laughs> 
Uh, Matt, same to uh, you. What's the number one thing you want uh, Arlingtonians to know? Well, I think it would. We have a lot of people who take advantage of the tree, the the free tree program in spring and fall, and but we also there are a lot more people who could take advantage of that. So I would say take action and get a tree if if you can if one will fit in your yard or or if you have a recommendation about where on public property a tree would be necessary take that specific action you can just google the Arlington tree program and the there's a, a number of different uh links on that website that it's it's visually pretty uh appealing and you can figure out how you can take that specific action uh to help with trees and i guess with respect to climate change we know trees really help with climate change, and uh, I think um, the science has been so difficult on climate change that we learned about over the past year, even more challenging than before, that it just reinforces that thought of take action with respect to trees. And there are other choices that we each individually make as well um, with respect to trees and climate as a whole that Together, those actions can make a difference. It can feel daunting, the science. But if we don't take those actions, then um, sort of, you know, if if I'm lucky enough to have grandchildren, they'll be facing an ending that's not entirely, unfortunately, um, with respect to the environment, that's not entirely different from the end of the giving tree. We've asked the earth a lot. And so we each now have to and the county has a significant role, but we have to take action. And part of that is through trees. And, and so I hope people, folks will take advantage of our programs. Okay, great. All right, last last thing. I'm just going to put you all on the spot. Eleanor, what's your favorite tree? Uh, my favorite tree is a redbud. Okay, I'm going to stick with the river birch. And Matt, what about you? Well, I, th this... I'll be interested in Eleanor's response because I don't know every piece of this, but the dogwood is mm. is. Uh, it's a good one. Growing up, my that's what I was taught about. To your point, Eleanor, about education and and uh, at Arbor Day last week, there's a beautiful dogwood right there at the elementary school. So uh, it's the tree of Virginia. Um, I'm pretty confident, and and so and it's sort of uh, etched in my mind as my favorite tree. Can I say one more thing? Of course. Yeah, I realize um, I think if we can fit it in, the Parks Department will be really happy if we mention that there's also a tree giveaway, which gets people confused because there's the two tree canopy fund and then there's the free whips that happen in September. So can I just say like one sentence about that? Oh, absolutely. Please. Yeah, yeah. So an additional opportunity for Arlington residents to get free trees is through the Arlington County Free Tree Distribution Program, which is managed by the Arlington County Parks Department and happens every September. Um, residents can sign up to get free tree whips. They go very quickly, so look for the signups right around Labor Day. All right, great. And Eleanor, since you're shamelessly plugging, uh, where can people go to find out information about EcoAction Arlington? Uh, so to learn more about EcoAction Arlington, uh, please visit us on the website, uh, ecoactionarlington.org, and we're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
All right, great. Well, folks, I've always said that uh, great cities have great green spaces, and I think uh, Arlington is definitely uh, a shining example of that and, and continues to look at ways to uh, you know, make uh, tree canopy and particularly uh, uh, ways to address the climate crisis uh, part of all of their operations and their future planning. So uh, thank you very much to both of you uh, for your uh, uh, visit and knowledge today. And, um, you know, hopefully I'll be able to bump into you uh, this uh, summer under a nice uh, shady tree somewhere here in Arlington. Sounds good. Thanks, Dan. And thanks, Eleanor. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Arlington County Board Wrap-Up Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Dan Adams. And it's a pleasure, as always, to join you each month to share the actions and vision of the Arlington County Board as we look forward to conversing with everyone that we're proud to serve. And remember, as always, we're all humankind, so be both. Take care.